This is your Classical Break, your daily dose of classical music. I'm Tyler Alderson, and today we'll be listening to Josef Joachim's Variations for Violin and Orchestra. Joachim didn't leave much of an imprint on music with his own compositions, which are not generally well known. He was, however, one of the most influential musicians of the 19th century, famous throughout Europe and highly sought after as a violin virtuoso, a soloist and a chamber player. Some of the biggest names in music wrote pieces for him, including Schumann, Dvorak, and Brahms, and he made other works his own through his electrifying performances. Joachim rose to prominence early, making his debut at the age of 13 in a performance of Beethoven's Violin Concerto conducted by his teacher, Mendelssohn. The concerto itself had been neglected since it was first premiered, and was thought to be one of Beethoven's lesser pieces. Part of the issue seems to have been that most violinists, even highly accomplished ones, had trouble playing it, and just couldn't give it a proper performance. Joachim was praised for his technical ability, but also for his musicality, which some felt set him apart from the other accomplished virtuosos of the day. And remember, this was when he was 13. Now, in classical music, you'll sometimes hear about the three Bs, Bach, Beethoven, and Brahms. They're often seen as the pinnacle, each representing the greatest achievement of their era of music. Now, there's a lot of subjectivity in there. Most people, including myself, would probably have a top three list that doesn't include all three or even any of them. But they definitely do tower above most of their colleagues in terms of reputation. Just look at any symphony orchestra, see who's on the program. It's going to be dominated by Bach, Beethoven, and Brahms. And Joachim actually has a lot to do with that. Beethoven was already a giant when Joachim was playing, but he did resurrect one of the composer's greatest works from the dustbin. He turned it into a signature piece. And again, look at any orchestra's programs. You're going to see that piece constantly. He also participated in the revival of Bach's music, which had fallen into obscurity by the end of the 18th century. If you talk about a composer named Bach back then, you were probably talking about one of his sons. Johann Sebastian himself wasn't a very well-known guy. Joachim's teacher Mendelssohn spearheaded a revival of Bach's music, and Joachim's playing of his solo violin repertoire and his trio sonatas brought those to much bigger audiences. But perhaps his biggest contribution to the musical world was championing the young Brahms, introducing him to the Schumanns and performing many of his pieces throughout his life. The two weren't always on the best of terms for various personal reasons, but Brahms looked to Joachim as a mentor and as a guide to writing for violin. His violin concerto, double concerto for violin and cello, and scherzo for violin and orchestra were all written specifically for Joachim, who also conducted the premiere of his first symphony. So Joachim had an enormous influence on the music of others, but his own compositions are also worthwhile, especially the pieces he wrote for the violin. As the undisputed master of the instrument in his time, his music rightly shows off both his technique and his overall musicianship. This piece was dedicated to another virtuoso, Pablo de Sarasate, and is in the always popular format of a theme and variations. Some are slow and lyrical, some blisteringly fast, but each one is designed to show off some arrow in the violinist's quiver, and the whole thing concludes with a rousing rondo that pulls out all the stops. And that, by the way, is a violin pun, since playing two strings at once is known as a double stop. There are plenty of those here pulling out all the stops. Anyway... Here's Ricardo Adnapazov and the Cologne Radio Symphony Orchestra 
with Josef Joachim's Variations for Violin and Orchestra.
You can hear just how spectacular Joachim's playing must have been. And he was also seen as a mentor and as someone to look up to for a whole generation of violin virtuosos. For example, the guy who this was dedicated to, Pablo de Sarasate. Thanks to the Cologne Radio Symphony Orchestra for putting that up on imslp.org. And thank you for listening. If you have the chance, please rate and review this podcast wherever it is that you're getting it. I'm Tyler Alderson, and tomorrow for your classical break, we'll be listening to Mozart's 40th Symphony, one of his last and one of his best. I'll see you then.